This week on How to Survive a Horror Movie, we watch the wacky 1993 Jason Goes to Hell. Listen in as Paul starts losing his voice, Valeria becomes Harley, and Dawn enlightens us as to what reverse breaching is. Hello and welcome to How to Survive a Horror Movie. My name is Paul Parnell. I am joined by Valeria. Hey, it's Val. What's up? And Don. Hi, I'm Don Bewley. I'm here to smoke dope, have premarital sex, and not worry about getting slaughtered. <laughs> yes. That is Absolutely one of my... beautiful. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Um, so <laughs> that is obviously a reference to the movie that we watched today. Uh, Valeria, what did we what did we watch? We watched Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. The Final Friday. Um, which was, all right, no, actually, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say what I think about the movie just yet. Um, we're just going to go through a quick summary of what that movie was, and then we'll discuss things. This movie was really different to all of, have you guys seen any of the other, uh, Jason storyline movies? Nope. (laughs) I don't know if they're in this timeline, but I did see. Uh, oh wait, no, that's I, I just confused Michael Myers with Jason Voorhees again. So uh, yep. no, I've only um, seen I've only seen bits and pieces, and you know I catch the memes and Family Guy and stuff like that. So no, this is my actual tried and true first Jason movie. All right, awesome, um, cool. So right out the gate, this movie starts pretty pretty insane compared to the other movies, but you guys wouldn't know that. Um, so. <laughs> We start with what seems like a normal scene. Um, this lady, she's in the thing. Uh, she goes to the Camp Crystal Lake, which is obviously the big, uh, the place where Jason haunts. Turns out she's actually an FBI agent, and she gets Jason blowed up, which, when I first watched this movie, absolutely threw me, because in the first four minutes, the, 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 the main guy is dead. Um, what we find out, though, is that he's not actually dead, and uh, throughout the movie, we find out he needs to hunt down the last of his bloodline for they are the only ones who will be able to, uh, either completely kill him or allow him to be reborn as, as a near immortal Jason. Um, along the journey, we get a guy named Creighton Duke, who is probably my favorite character. Um, Creighton Duke is this bounty hunter or, or type guy. I, was he a bounty hunter? Definitely bounty hunter. Yeah, I imagine him like a like a Han Solo type of guy. All right, cool. I yeah, because I knew he was killing bad guys, and then in this movie he's like, oh, you know, uh, I'll kill him if you give me five hundred thousand. And he reminded me a lot of like the uh, that guy in Jaws, the guy who scratches oh. the, you know, and he's like, I'll kill that shark. Anyway, that's how I thought about this guy. I'll kill that Jason. Um, anyway, Actually, when did when did Jaws come out? Maybe that was like oh. a direct response because it did feel like such that character. I can't remember the name of the character, but it was no, such neither. that like, you know, uh, standing off to the side saying, uh, what did he say? That I called him that I don't think so, fella, because uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see his name. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and uh, yeah, so there's, there's and actually in Jaws. Well, first of all, Valeria, have you seen Jules? I've uh, I've gone on the ride in Universal. <laughs> so that's a yes. That's a that's a resounding yeah. <laughs> that's a resounding yes. Okay, so Jules is probably going to be a movie we watch at some point um, because it was technically a horror. Is that the name of the shark? Like, do they call him Jaws? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't think. I don't. I don't think they actually reference the name of the shark, do they? They they don't in the movie at all, and in fact, the name of the uh, thing they make to be Jaws is named Bruce, and that's why they call oh, that I remember that shark Bruce and okay. Finding Nemo. All right, so I saw Bruce in person. Oh, nice, <laughs> cool. So one could say you are sort of in Jaws, anyway. Um, <laughs> if you were taking a lot of liberties, um, but so you know. This so getting back to this movie. Sorry, um, there's a there's a lot of uh, classic Jason style kills and blah blah blah. But as the movie goes on, it gets incredibly weird. It gets incredibly uh, almost sci-fi and and magical, which is unlike um, the other the movies in the series. 
like at all. Um, and that actually contributed to why one, this movie was one of the worst received um, because it, it just made him, we'll get back to that. So basically we follow the storyline of um, uh, Jason's, ex, the Voorhees uh, family members or extended family. Uh, there's a mother, a daughter, who's a baby, um, and then that mother's mother, I guess. And then her ex, who is the father of the baby, I guess. Um, the, the Creighton Duke, um, you know, tells him, uh, only I know how to kill him. Um, and then he explains to him the whole thing about needing to be a family member to kill Jason. Yada, yada, yada. They meet in jail at some point. We'll get back to that. Um, and then eventually, uh, Jessica, who is the mother of the baby, Jessica Voorhees, I believe her is that her name? Is she Voorhees or is she a different last name just related? Yeah, I think she's Voorhees. Okay. Definitely Voorhees because her mom was his sister. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. There you go. So, yeah, Jessica, her baby, who is Stephanie, and Stephen, who is the, the baby's father but no longer with Jessica, they all end up at Jason Voorhees' house uh, with Creighton Duke, and there's the standoff. Some other people turn up and then they pretty much kill, kill Jason. And that's pretty much how this movie goes, but it is far more wacky. So do you guys have it? Did I miss anything in that recap there? Yeah. The only thing, the, the tagline at the very, very end with the dog, but that's, it's uh, the very Jumanji ending. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, no, probably maybe the most important part of this movie. So Jason has been defeated and we'll we'll get to how crazy that scene is. But Jason's being defeated and he's being dragged to hell, literally. And uh, then at the very end, I think after the credits, is it? Is it after the credits? No, before the credits. And I'm thankful oh. that it was before the credits. Yeah, all right, cool. So, and then his mask is still there in the sand. <gasps> Catastrophe! And then um, out of the dirt comes Freddy's uh bladed hand and he drags him and you have freddy cackling and that is the official beginning of freddy versus jason um and that's amazing <laughs> yeah so uh let's get into let's let's get into the meat let's get into the meat of this M- one of my favorite things is the very first scene and it's it's a silly thing and y'all think i'm stupid but the fbi lady whoever it is she is setting up Jason, right? She's, she's being a stealthy sleuth and then she's running from him. So she was in the shower when he turned out the power. Um, he turns up and she's running through this forest and like jumping logs and like boulders and shit. She's really, uh, uh, Indiana Jonesing this and her towel stays on perfectly the whole time. I don't know why I laughed so hard at that. Just the, the idea that this towel is, incredibly tight. I expect nothing less from the American FBI. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Yep. I should have known it was a sting operation when the FBI standard towel was so tight. Yeah. tight so that's on us. Yeah. I mean, and they try to, they really try to pull the, uh, the, the wool over your eyes at the start because she does what I would consider a, a classic, uh, stupid horror movie, thing where she stops for no reason whatsoever in the middle of the forest and is like looking around but uh oh that's actually a trap she trapped him and us the viewer and it's that actually that, that did surprise me it threw me for a loop because uh at some point she stopped and um hid behind a car and waited for him and i was about to write that down in my notes like oh she's so stupid she yeah, waited yeah. for him and then it turns out that there was a whole like a sting operation i was like holy shit it's brilliant yeah i was like oh they actually thought about this it seemed like she was an idiot nope she's really good at what she does and so it it it, it, it threw me definitely another thing uh sorry i'm gonna steal all the favorite scenes by the way because this is my favorite this is such a good movie um so my next favorite scene is definitely when uh, I Phil, I think his name is the uh, the uh, the coroner, the examiner of the body. Um, yep. He he's in the room, and he uh, I guess at the police station or the morgue or whatever, wherever he is, and um, he's examining and he's recording his little tape deck. Um, 
And he has so many funny lines during that scene. Yes, uh, but before he starts saying anything funny, and I, I kind of took a moment to look, he's doing all this wearing gloves, but drinking a Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, I couldn't quite tell what drink that was. We don't have Yoo-Hoo here uh, in Australia, but uh, I was like, what the fuck? He's just casually, yeah, he's got like these gloves and, and medical shit, and then he's just drinking out of a... Out of, out of a can. It's just, what the... F- yeah. Um, so to, to, to orient you, Paul, uh, YooHoo is a chocolate drink. No, oh. not chocolate milk. It is called chocolate drink. Wow, that's amazing. I... Yeah. I, I actually didn't know what a YooHoo was either. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you weren't born in America, were you? I was not. Yeah, there you go. It's okay. You're excused. Um, so I, the only reason I knew what a Yoohoo was actually was, I think it's, oh, it's Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. Yep. Um, yeah. Where he, I don't know. There's the one scene where he talks about Yoohoo's. Anywho, um, any Yoohoo. Um, so one thing, actually, I want to, I want to rewind a little bit. Actually, I just realized something in my notes in the scene where they catch, where they catch Jason at the start. There are guys abseiling from the trees for some reason. They have like maybe 50 guys on the ground in this circle. They got these big searchlight type things, floodlights. And these guys have like grenades and fucking rockets. And I think they literally at the end call in like a fighter jet to drop a bomb on him. Um, But like for some reason, they also had like three guys in the trees who immediately just jump out of the trees. Uh, they had every angle covered just in case, I don't know, Jason killed every single one of them. And they're like, aha, but we were in the trees. Anyway. I mean, yeah, to be honest, I would think it, usually I would think it was silly, but if this guy's like supposed to be a big, huge, like supernatural monster thing, I don't blame them. Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, so in this movie, he's supernatural per se in like the normal in the normal like story of Jason, he's a little supernatural, but that's not really a trait people identify with him. They just think he's a murderer. In this movie, he is, I don't know, infected with some kind of alien, which we'll get into, which is weird. Um, yeah. Very, very weird. But that's never been a thing in any of the, like infecting other people or like this alien in his body or like any of that. That's never been a thing. So like, as far as I can tell in the other se- in, in the series, he's just this dude who's really good at killing people. And it, it, it just seems weird. I don't know. They, they fill him with at least, Oh, as the, as, as fill the corridor, <laughs> one of his funny lines, he's like, well, it looks like the victim has, uh, a lot of different bullets, maybe a uh, hundred or so. This is going to be fantastic. Uh, to count <laughs> like he makes a, a point of it. I love and he's like this this recording is for uh, level five agents or above if you're not that you're in trouble <laughs> what this guy at one point he says something and he's like oh strike that from the record I absolutely love that character anyway he's 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 cutting up well he's not even cutting up the body's already pretty messed up and he's sorting through the parts and then he gets to the heart and the heart is still beating. Uh oh. And then the, so he stares at it. At first he's scared. Then he's concerned. And then he eats the heart. And at that point I was like, oh my god, this movie's gonna be amazing. I was I was very confused and then I understood as the movie progressed and then I was confused. <laughs> yep. So a roller coaster. So let's move to Valeria. What is like your favorite part of this movie? Oh boy. Um there's a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I, I actually genuinely enjoyed the first scene because it really surprised me because I've never seen like a scene where the, <laughs> the, the killer just gets absolutely freaking like nuked, like just yeah, bombarded. Um, I, uh, I kind of like that lady from the diner. She's so rude, the, but I think it's funny. Oh, God. The, the, the wife of, of the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> she is crazy and and so hateful. Like so they bring the when when shit's all going down they bring baby Stephanie to the to the place and she's like what the fuck is that? 
<laughs> oh, oh yes, yes. One of my favorite lines is is like uh, her husband's like, "Oh, the baby's so cute," and she's like, "It'll be just as cute out on the street." <laughs> yes. And then she gets the then she gets the call that like Stephen is after the baby and is escaped from jail, um, and she's and then her her tone just changes immediately. And she's like, oh, bring, bring, bring her in, bring her in, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I think she says something like, this ain't a fucking daycare, it's a restaurant, or something like that. It's like, so nobody ever brings their kids into your diner? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, she threatens them with guns. That's right, she pulls, yeah, she pulls, what, all right, so that's it. So, Stephanie and, no, not Stephanie, uh, what's the, what's, what's the, what's the mother's name? Jessica, maybe? Jessica, yes. Diana. No, no, Jessica no, yeah. was the baby. Diana was the mother, was the grandmother, I guess. Yeah, Diana's the grandmother. Jessica is the mother of the baby, and Stephanie's the baby. Um, yes. So Jessica and Stephen turn up because Jessica is now at this point, um, she's seen her her reporter boyfriend um, going crazy and taking bullets to the chest because Jason is inside him right now. And so now she believes... Um, they turn up to the diner and they want to get the baby and it's fuck it. It blows my mind that like this diner lady, this horrible lady won't give her the baby. That's the mother of the baby. Like, who are you protecting the baby from now? Um, that, that was kind of confusing. Cause I mean, she justified it by saying you're with the, the, the crime guy now, the, the, whatever the suspect. And it's like, Okay, sure, but why don't you ask some questions to find out what's going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she, but yeah, she draws a gun and then she grabs another one and throws it to her husband. And I think she might oh, grab yeah. a third one. And she pulls out like five guns and throws it to everyone. <laughs> She's like, "You got a gun, and you get a gun, and you get a gun." <laughs> and then I love the son in the diner. By the way, that guy is probably one. Of, you know that that that. I don't. I think his name was Dale. Maybe I. I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. He has that really funny scene where she's like, "Go, go, stand outside. Go guard the outside door." And he steps outside and he starts pulling these movie poses with the gun. I'm assuming it's the first time he's ever held a gun. I liked him. I think he was like the chillest. Yeah, and before he goes outside, he gets the gun and he's so excited. He puts it in his waistband, and being a good mama, his mama says. You know, watch out for your junk or whatever yeah. she says. Like, oh, oh, yes, yes, it's great. She says, "Watch your willy." Yeah, watch your watch willy. Your willy. That's what it is. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah. So those that diner family. While I really hate the mother, but obviously you're meant to. Um, they're such a good addition to the movie, in my opinion. Um, I really love Creighton Duke as a character because, again, he's just fucking insane. One of my favorite bits of Creighton Duke is when. Um, He's in, he's in jail with Steven, and he's like, yeah, I know how to kill Jason, but it'll cost you. And then the way <laughs> that it costs him, Steven has to put his hand through, and he starts breaking, uh, Creighton starts breaking his fingers to give him information. I was like, what the, what's the point? That, yeah, that he- genuinely confused me so much. I thought he was, he looked at him really weird, so I was like, oh, this is going to get weird. But then he starts breaking his fingers. <laughs> yes, like, yes, so what? it did get weird. <laughs> Put your hand through the bars. I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Right. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Cinemax. All right. Um, but like, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, give me your hand. And Steven's like, what? And he goes, your hand boy or something like that. And he does. And then he snaps his finger back. I was like, and it's, it's, it's genuinely disturbing to a certain point just because of the context of which it's in. Um, and then he's he only gives him a little bit of information, and he, so so Stephen gets back up and he puts his hand through and he snaps it again, another finger. Um, and then the last time when he's about to give him the last bit of information, he's like, "This one's really gonna cost you." Um, and so I guess Stephen proves that he's not a coward, and he puts his hand through, even though he thinks that I guess Creighton's maybe just gonna rip off his hand entirely. Um, mm-hmm. or he thinks that this is the hand job part. I don't know, but like with his broken fingers, that's just what Duke's into. I don't know. Um, and so he does it and then Duke's like, this one's on the house. It's like, well, what the fuck? Why did you need to break like half his hand? Anyway. So another thing I'm just, I'm just, this is just a completely random thing that I, that I, uh, that I was 
found hilarious. The guy, so uh, on on his, I think it's mid or early movie. It must be early movie actually. Stephen is going to Diana. Diana's going to tell him about the whole family prophecy, blah blah blah, Voorhees bullshit. But he picks up these uh, these hitchhikers, and they. Uh, I that's that's where where you get your opening quote from, Don. Um, what, yep. what is it? What is what is what do they say? Uh, what are you guys up to? You're not going up there to smoke dope, have premarital sex, and not worry about getting slaughtered, are you? <laughs> that is – oh, it's such an amazing line. But one thing I love – so there's one guy, two girls, and the second girl like really wants Steven to join them. I I guess this is a time before like, uh, like STDs were really – um, prevalent, um, like so, she was just like, "Yeah, join us. We're just gonna romp about." Blah blah blah. He doesn't, but the guy and the girl, who I guess a boyfriend and girlfriend, they're in the tent having sex. Do you guys remember what he calls himself? Oh, oh I, think, um, I think he had a special name for his willy. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I didn't catch that because I was I was dying over the fact that uh, the line worked where she pulls out a condom and he says, I don't like those. So clearly this was a time, it, this was really set in a certain time because only a few years later, I'm sitting in school, a much younger boy learning that line should never work. So uh, <laughs> I completely missed his uh, superhero name for his junk. Yeah. He called it Tony, the wonder llama. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I literally paused the movie to laugh at that. Oh, it's amazing. All right, so what else is there? I did find it kind of weird when she asked, I think it was Steven, that random girl asked Steven to join them. And uh, and then he says no, and then she, like, gives him a kiss on the cheek and leaves. I'm like, you don't even know him. Yeah, right? (laughs) She just was really up for it, I guess. Like, I don't know, they're going to go have premarital sex and not worry about getting slaughtered. So, you know. And and I have to believe at some point later in the movie – Steven is flashing back to the different timeline in which he was uh, he was wise and did go along with them because the rest <laughs> of the movie would have played out much differently for Steven oh, had yes. he not been such a, a noble character and wearing yeah. a, a Letterman jacket, which I thought yeah. was weird for a man clearly in his 30s. Yeah, also clearly not like – so that's a like a sports jackety type thing, right, in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. But yep. he is clearly not a sports guy. Like <laughs> he he is the guy you would see. I don't know. He, he's like a, 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 a cinephile type guy. Um, definitely not the jock footballer. And it just, it, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. And it had his name on it though as well. If you saw yeah, that, the, the glasses. Yeah, in in that era, in that era of American stereotypes. You wore glasses. You were kind of automatically a nerd. So I'm like, the exactly. glasses, the jacket. Like what? Like who? Like I was going into this with like uh, a certain set of biases when I watch movies of a certain era. I'm like, oh, glasses, nerd. Oh, yeah. jacket, jock. What? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, he, it, but he he proves his athleticism. And again, one of my favorite scenes in this movie later on when he's in the police station, he's cuffed his apparent friend on the force who looks. <laughs> really young, um, his 12 year old friend on the force has him cuffed. And then, uh, the boyfriend, the reporter boyfriend who's now infected by Jason is like killing everybody in the police station. Um, and he, uh, Steven with his handcuffs behind his back, he jumps into the air. His, he brings his hands under his feet. He quickly grabs the gun from uh, the cop next to him. And then he unloads the clip into into the, the Jason and I'm like where the fuck did that come from and actually at the end of the movie when he's fighting Jason he's a really good fighter but it just seems so uncharacteristic for this guy I think I just this, go, go ahead no you, no you go ahead mine wasn't as funny I promise <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that I think he's like just breaking the stereotypes he's a nerd <laughs> and a jock <laughs> And really, really noble. Um, like, he was invited to this pretty much anonymous just sex party in the woods. And he's like, ah, I really got to go meet my girlfriend's mom. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> 
Although apparently he wasn't always as honest because he says something later on. And he's like, I, I won't leave you this time. And she's like, um, <laughs> she's like, yes, you will. And it's like, all right, you didn't. This movie did not establish what the fuck you're talking about. So right? I've got a question about that. Mm. You uh, having seen most, if not all, of the Jason movies, do mm-hmm. are these are these new characters to you? Yeah, I don't I don't know any of these. I think okay. they were. I, I think they may have been referenced as a general idea, but maybe I wasn't not- paying enough attention. Yes, Don. Uh, sorry, not even Creighton Duke. I thought Creighton Duke has been like slowly shadowing this this story for the last uh, what they say twenty years of Jason attacks. I have never heard of Creighton Duke until this movie. Now I want to put it out there. I want to put it out there that uh, I didn't pay as much attention to those movies as I did to this one, as I wasn't going to be talking about those on a podcast. But I don't <laughs> remember any Creighton Duke. I don't remember any Jessica Stephanie. Any of these people. Um, and so either they weren't in them or I was only paying attention to the killing one or the other. Um, yeah. Um, but this, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they weren't in it at all because this movie introduces a ridiculous amount of things. So if you had only seen this movie, which I believe is true for both of you. Um, I mean, and you've seen like, um, the cultural, uh, mentions of Jason, right? Like, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the cultural things like Family Guy or whatever, where they where he gets brought up. But if you had only seen this movie, you might think that he's always been this magic supernatural creature. He has not. This is the only movie where he. All right. So that we need to get to the alien in his body. Um, which, oh God. So when he's infecting, all right. This confused me a little. So at the start, Phil, the coroner. Um, <clears throat> Phil uh, eats his heart, which is weird, because apparently that's how you kill him as well. You have to destroy his heart. It, I think Creighton says at some point. Um, yeah, but, but you have to be like a Voorhees woman destroying his heart. Yeah, and, and we, we will get to the ridiculousness of her weapon. But um, <laughs> so, so Phil is, I guess, talked to by the heart in some maybe Morse code, maybe. And he eats the heart. It, it was then, it was thumping in a particular pattern. It could have just been his Morse code training, <laughs> saying, "This is a steak. Eat me." Exactly. Um, he was in Never Neverland, and he imagined it was yummy food. Um, yep. So he eats it, and then these red orbs start coming out of Jason's mangled corpse, and like and like flying through the air, and and they hit they hit Phil, and I guess that's Jason's soul, maybe. And, and Phil has to open up his jacket to allow them to pierce his uh, shirt. <laughs> Look, like when he when I saw his hands go to his side and lift it up, I'm like, oh, that's seductive. I don't know if this Look, is a, a if, if there's a, one a thing I know about supernatural killer souls is that you, you know if you want to survive them, just wear two layers because mm-hmm. their souls can't can't pierce two layers. Um, so that's super confusing to me. I apparently this is this is all brand new, and yeah, I, I thought this was all previously established. So I was like, okay, this nope. is normal, right? Mm-hmm. Nope, none of that is normal. None of it. Um, so the fact that he's infecting different bodies is incredibly weird and just out of fucking left field. Um, and then, so that's how he infects someone at the start. So all right. Um, all right, I, I want to quickly get to the fact that he he specifically also gets offended. Jason, the spirit, gets offended because, like, the second coroner turns up and he's like, oh, you know what's cool? We can just insult Jason right now. He's like, you fuck, suck on it, suck on it. And then and my, that, hmm? my favorite line from that guy was, uh, I'm going to take a mango-sized crap on your mask. <laughs> yes. I actually man. really love that line. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he's like, you fuck anyway. So, and then that apparently pisses off, uh, Jason. Now, you know, at this point you could say, ah, Jason's just killing people, but then he's about to leave the building and the security guards, he walks past them and the security guard says something like, ah, Jason was just a pussy anyway. And then he stops and turns around. It's like, what the fuck? He's 
he I think he's really sassy in this movie. He kind of gives us like a little spin, like, what the fuck did you say, bitch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's very almost Terminator-esque where he's got this this personality where he shouldn't. Um, and but whatever. So he does that. Um now the way he that de- he doesn't infect people like this again. Uh he infects people but now have either of you seen Stargate? Absolutely yes. And when you when I saw your note about the gold, I was ready for this. So yeah, in my as you as you with my notes, I put gold because now Valeria, you haven't seen Stargate, have you? I have not. Okay. Well, uh, I pity you first of all, um, but second of all, <clears throat> the main enemy in the original series are these creatures called the Golauds, and they're basically like these little eel snake alien things that go into your body and they control you from them and they like enslave the, the universe basically. Um, and base, and this movie reminded me so heavily of the goals from Stargate because he like hovers over their mouth and like is about to make out with them. And this snake like alien creature is coming out of his mouth and he goes into their mouth and that's how he, like, that's him, I guess that's Jason for some reason is, and again, for you, Valeria, this is not established in any other movie. The alien. Okay, thing- so that's a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's why this movie was so poorly received by the the major fans of the series because it just introduces so much crazy bullshit that makes no sense. Um, so, like, as, and then at, <clears throat> to to wrap it up, I guess, like at the end. When they, uh, I think Steven turns up with a machete or something and he, uh, or a hunting knife of some kind and he slits open the current Jason Form's throat and this creature crawls out, literally the size of maybe a baby. This devil demon creature is like running around the house. And then my, I think my ultimate favorite part of the movie is Diana, the mother, her dead body is in the house, under the floorboards. And do you guys remember how he uh, possesses Diana? I don't know the medical term. Oh. Uh, yes. Reverse reverse breaching, I think the uh, technical reverse term. Reverse <laughs> Yes. He, literally, the camera goes between her legs on the ground, and it is heavily implied that uh, this alien Jason has gone up her vagina. You know, I really (laughs) hoped that wasn't the case. Like, I was hoping, I was crossing my fingers, I was praying, but apparently, uh, no, yeah, that was the case. I, yeah, yeah, that camera swoop. It, I was like, "Oh no!" My like my, <laughs> my my eyes were my eyebrows were up and down during the entire thing, but I don't think they got any higher on my forehead when <laughs> the camera go to the ground and swiftly go up. I'm like, "Oh no!" Yep. Oh I, man, uh, I uh, it was amazing. I, that really topped off the whole movie for me. Um, and then let's just talk about the ending because this 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 brings up a lot of. This brings up a lot of good points for me um, in regard to explaining to you guys the craziness of this compared to other things. So in this one, he – so there's a dagger that Creighton throws to to uh, Jessica. Is that her name? Yep. Yeah. He throws it to Jessica um, while she's holding her baby, no less. He throws a dagger to her. Um, she catches it, and then the blade morphs into a sword. And She <laughs> catches it Xena style. Yeah. She, she like – I didn't like I they didn't they said prophecy maybe once or twice but when he throws a dagger and she catches it like she was born to wield it like a Jedi I'm like oh she's the chosen one all right yeah exactly this is Prince of Persia level shit right now I thought um, that was a very like Power Rangers moment it was it was yes, very amazing yep. and then the blade morphs into a much larger blade like what the fuck is this and then. So she, you know, there's a fight. Um, Steven is fighting her. Uh, not her, actually, sorry. Steven is fighting Jason because Jason's about to kill her and the baby. Um, well, because, okay, rewind a little bit. Going up the mother's vagina was how uh, he was reborn. Ironically, that's uh, the terminology they use, not me. Um, so he's reborn by going up his sister's vagina. Anywho, um, and then... 
So they're fighting, and Stephen like charges and and pushes them out the window, and they go flying out. And then Stephen does really, really, really well fighting fucking Jason Voorhees. Like, like this is Jason fucking Voorhees, and Stephen's actually getting shots in there, and he's like hitting him with a shovel and shit. Um, and he does really well. It's quite impressive. Um, I think that's the best anyone has ever fought Jason Voorhees and survived. So anyway, then then uh, Jessica goes and grabs the blade, which has fallen under the floorboards, and she comes out in the nick of time, and she jumps over his shoulders, basically, and, like, stabs it into his chest. Um, <clears throat> and then maybe the most ridiculous shit happens in that his spirit is like flowing out of him into the heavens and then the heavens part and lightning bolts are flying down and hitting him and hell opens up underneath him and monsters hands are grabbing him and pulling him into hell and for some reason they also grab Stephen. <laughs> it's like, wait, why is Stephen being dragged to hell? This He's been a bad boy. <laughs> bad, bad boy. Um, it's, I guess it's in regard to him leaving Jessica previous to the movie that they didn't really tell us about but hey, yeah he may way, have been a good boy yeah he may have been a good boy for this movie but uh, uh hell knows what he did before <laughs> this movie so exactly. he was still judged guilty. yes santa think, got in contact with them i think yep. what happened was that uh he had premarital sex and so <laughs> well he obviously did because uh jessica yeah, exactly. I, you are correct, oh, but they do, but they don't try to drag Jessica down. Uh, it's just Stephen. Um, so, but then she she is able to wrest him from the hands of both Jason and Hell itself, and she pulls him to safety. And it's like she really is the chosen one. She's a fucking god. Um, she pulls Stephen from the, from the clutches of Hell. Um, anyway, so Jason is pulled into hell and then it ends. So this last, this very last scene or second to last scene, sorry, excuse me, is really confusing to me. Um, they're walking off into basically the sunset, but the sun is maybe three or four hours into the sky and she <laughs> left her baby in the house mm-hmm. and they are walking back to the house. <clears throat> Did this fight last like 10 hours? Why the fuck are they only going back when the sun is that high in the sky? It made no sense. They skipped over the scene where they banged again and then oh, moved yeah. into that. That makes sense. And then so we see a we see a dog. Now, did you say there was some kind of reference based on this dog, Don? Oh no, uh just uh, the 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 sand parting a little bit and then you see the mask. I have oh. real strong vibes of the movie Jumanji. Yes. Either of you have seen Okay. Yes. So, you know, you know, they, they conquer, they won, and then, you know, dust blowing and like, ooh, it's still not dead. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, and it's Freddy taking uh, Jason's mask. Oh, no. Um, so all in all, this movie is fucking insane. It is it, – it has aliens. It has – well, I don't know if he's an alien. I guess he's a demon, a, 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 a literal devil. Um, it has heaven, it has hell, it has, ah, it's, 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 it's crazy. Um, what, one thing I love is that the title of the movie is a spoiler. Um, yep. Cause the title of the movie literally tells you what happens at the end. Uh, I thought going into this, uh, and we kind of talked about it the other day, uh, about this movie in particular. And my thinking was, uh, you know, the lights go up, it's a trap. And I shouted, Oh, it's a trap. uh, so he killed and i thought the entire movie was going to be like some sort of dante's inferno where jason is in hell and he has to fight his way i had the same exact thought i was like this is going to be amazing and and then no that's literally what i thought the first time i was watching it i was like oh he's gonna have to fight like demons and shit he's gonna have to like you know, fucking Kratos his way out of hell. I was like, yes. Kratos, that's a, that's a much better analogy than Dante's Inferno. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Dante's Inferno, um, <laughs> the original was good. Um, any remake since has, is terrible. Um, any retelling, sorry, let's put it that way. Anyway, yeah, so <clears throat> I thought he was totally going to Kratos this shit. And I thought Jason was going to be the hero um, when, yeah. I, when I originally watched it, but I was disappointed. He's actually just a demon. Um, <clears throat> so 
Yeah. Let's let's wrap up with favorite character, whether for bad reasons or good reasons. Uh, I'm going to throw it to Don. You go first. Okay. Uh, honestly, uh, you know, before I would have said Steven because, uh, you know, he, re- he resisted the temptation to have awesome lake sex. But <laughs> I think at the end of the movie, Jason, the it's himself is my favorite character because I went into this movie thinking what I thought about him, Kratosing his way up through hell. But mm. if it had just been like the other movies where he was just a killer, it was the sci-fi, the alien, the, uh, <laughs> the heaven and hell. That's what tr- kept me and drew me in because yes, uh, you know, we said Stargate, but I don't know if either of you have seen uh, the aliens movies. Yes. I Valeria? love them. Yeah. Okay, so when the, that first moment where it comes out of its mouth, I'm like, oh, it's a xenomorph, you know, that shot of uh, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, my favorite, like, like I love I love this movie, and I'll get to my rating later, uh, but um, when he is spilling out of Diana's neck and he's crawling around, I'm like, is that the same model they used in Ghostbusters 2 with those little <laughs> dog demons? <laughs> yes, Exactly. Oh like it touched on all my favorite the the few the 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 action horror sci-fi stuff that I love in that era they just straight up robbed for this movie and I don't know in yeah. the timeline if these come before or after I feel like they're all around the same time it just felt like a great uh tribute to all of these tropes that they just slapped together for uh uh Jason's final Friday yeah yeah yeah, it was amazing. All right, Harley. Uh, uh, actually, no, we need to get uh, the question to you, Don, first. As Jason, then, if you were in his shoes in this movie, what would you have done differently? Uh, ooh, you know, my, my, my immediate answer was uh, just wait until uh, <laughs> just just uh, sneak into the back of that diner, order a uh, order a Voorhees burger with a side of Jason fingers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> And then just wait for the baby to come in, and then boom, you're you're there. You just little incognito. Creighton Duke just sat there after uh, publicly declaring he would uh, give five hundred thousand dollars, or he would accept a five hundred thousand dollar bounty. I feel like if Creighton Duke could just sit there un unaccosted, I feel like Jason, if he had a big enough robe on, he could have gotten away with it if he had just <laughs> the lowest hanging fruit. That actually, uh, that quickly reminds me of another great part in this movie where Creighton Duke is trying to uh, uh, talk to Diana, trying to warn her, and her boyfriend, the chief, uh, comes up, and Creighton Duke just mouths off to him like a motherfucker. Like he's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, you, you could, uh, you could actually blow me when your girlfriend's." Uh, when your girlfriend's done or or something like that and like he just and then the cops warn the chief not to piss off Creighton and it's like holy <laughs> shit <laughs> this guy's a badass alright uh, Holly you're up favorite favorite character what would you do differently favorite character uh, I, I like uh, you know what I am and I might steal yours but I actually really like Creighton Duke um, <laughs> he's just he's just weird and cool and like he knows what he's doing and he and he's like really smug about it and i thought that was really funny yeah yeah he also just doesn't seem to really to like morally give a shit that that jason is what he is because he's all like i'm the only one that knows (laughs) yeah he must pay me half a million dollars (laughs) like a little kid like waving it around he's like i know and you don't I'll and take then, like five hundred thousand dollars or three finger bones. Yeah, exactly. That, I so all right. Quick judgment call: Is he gaining pleasure from breaking his fingers? Is that the is that the point? I honestly just think he's kind of weird. Like he's got a screw loose. <laughs> all right. So, what would you do differently as Creighton then? Um, I actually have something I would do differently as as a uh, as Jason. Okay, what would you? Well, yeah, tell us then. It's breaking the uh, rules a little, but I'll let you have it. Well, there was—it's just something that really irked me at the very end. Um, so, so throughout the whole movie, he—he's killing people left and right really easily. 
Oh, like I knocked, know what you're going to say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He knocked two guys' heads together, <laughs> and the heads exploded. Like, they just, like, <laughs> like the free stunned everywhere. Yep, yep. And then in the last scene, he's just picking up Steven and, like, kind of tossing him around, like, kind of roughing him up. He can easily, like, pick him up and squeeze his back and break his back, but he just doesn't do that. Yeah, like, that's how he literally kills Creighton Duke, like, who's, who's, who's apparently the world's biggest badass. But then when he's fighting Steven, he literally picks him up and throws him four times, needlessly. And I'm just like, yeah, like why, yeah, exactly. why are you focusing this much on Steven? The girl and the baby could have run by now. Like, what are you doing? But, yeah. Although I think it could be – so the only explanation, potentially, could be that Jason now feels – because Jason has just regained his immortality um, by <clears throat> impregnating himself and his sister. Um if if you'll if you'll accept that terminology. Oh god, I forgot that that was a sister. Yeah. So yeah. when you said it before, I was like, oh no, that's 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 exactly what happened. Yes, um, that is not me being uh, vile or, or or crass. It is literally what happened in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's just regained his immortality. He, maybe he doesn't need. To, you know, it's explained that in everybody he's in previously. Uh, they degrade fast and he gets sick. That's why he has to keep jumping bodies. Um, so now he's in his permanent form, the form that won't get sick. Maybe he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to take time. You know, I'm just going to enjoy this kill. Uh, although, I mean, it does still, it does still leave him open for when the only person in the universe who can kill him does because he's not paying attention. Because she has the only blade that can kill him, and she is the only person that can kill him, and he has her back to her. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't know that part of the mythos. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so, which leads me to, which leads me to a question. Why, how did Creighton Duke come into this knowledge? How did anybody come into this knowledge? Like, what the fuck? Where does this come from? Um, all right, so my favorite character uh, I think my favorite character now Creighton was taken. All right, that's that's sad. So I'm gonna go to my favorite character is actually uh, Jessica, and it's because she becomes such a comical presence in the movie as this chosen one, um, and that all coalesces at the end as this. She is Neo of of this universe. You know, she's she's the one. And it's so fucking ridiculous. Um, I just, I was waiting for Steven to get killed. And then, and then Jessica just to like do a, a karate flying kick out the window while holding her baby in one hand and like fighting Jason with one hand. I really wish they'd gone that. They didn't get that far. Um, but my favorite thing in the movie in, in the way of violence is where she, she drop kicks the blade into his chest and that's how it kills him. I was like, yes, yes. Oh, My yeah, hero. that was pretty badass. America's yeah, greatest hero knife. right now. Yeah. The eight-inch <laughs> knife, center of his chest, didn't actually pierce the heart. But <laughs> if I drive it in to the hilt, or yeah. through the hilt, actually, it was to its pommel, yep. that cracked it and did the trick. Yep. Um, and the gods shone down and were like, this is good enough. We will now take him to hell. Like, why did you – What? Why is there a sentient being up there that has only just now decided that we can take Jason to hell? Like I, I don't. What is this? Why did you not take him earlier? Uh, why did you set up that the blade needed? Is Jason more powerful than the gods until the blade is in him? I don't understand. Um, gods help those who help themselves. So I think they had to. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, since since I kind of broke the rule about Creighton, mm-hmm. uh, I get that I get that Jessica has to specifically kill uh, Jason, but being this big old bounty hunter or whatever, he could have made it a little easier. He could have set up some traps. He could have made it easy <laughs> for Jason to be held down. He could have also just straight up explained it for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So he I mean, doing? he died because he just he had it coming. Yeah, and like he had plenty of time to set up a trap because he was there. He left a note in the diner for Jessica to find, 
and it says, come alone. And it's fucking good thing she didn't because uh, the only way she survives is the fact that Steven can fight him off for like 10 fucking minutes um, while she goes and finds the dagger. Like, otherwise she'd be dead. It's, yeah. Um, So what I would do differently as Jessica is she... She does everything without thinking. Like, nothing she does has a, 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 a stream of thought. She just acts immediately. Uh, what's it like? A specific example. She, she gets the note at the diner, and we only realize this later on, but she just drops the note there for somebody else to find. <clears throat> like, <laughs> like, it says, it's Creighton says, I have your baby. Um, come to the Voorhees house alone. And then she just leaves the note there. Why would you leave the note there? Like, cops are going to turn up. I don't, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. She just, oh, she's, so she's, she's trying to get the dagger from under this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a dresser. A, yeah. A vanity or something. And she's yeah, on her knees. under a dresser. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's on her knees and she's reaching down. She has the baby in one hand and she's leaning under and she can't reach it. And it's like, yeah, give the baby to Steven and get on your stomach, you idiot. Like, <laughs> and she's fumbling around for literally like three minutes while Jason is just killing people. Um, and then she nudges it and it drops into a hole in the floorboard. Like, you fucking idiot. Just, it, it was so, it would have been so easy to grab that dagger right there and then. End yeah, that's, it, but, she could have just, yeah. I was thinking that too. She could have gave her baby to someone and then gone and get it. But she had to hold her baby. Yeah. Uh, it, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so to wrap up completely the rating scale, which I have quickly come up with is fun, dumb, or come fun being a movie that was crappy, but fun to watch dumb being it was just stupid or come being, you really actually liked it as a good movie. Uh, Valeria, you're up. Uh, in the first minutes, I thought it, it seemed, it started to seem kind of interesting, uh, obviously, because mm-hmm. I'd never seen any of the Jason movies, but as it went along, and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it just like a, I guess, a dumb. Okay. Uh, Don? Uh, going in, I thought, because I, I always know Jason as a, uh, just a murderer, and then mm-hmm. I thought, oh, he's going to go to hell and fight his way back. So, you know, 20 minutes in, I'm like, oh, it's it's not that movie. But then all <laughs> the sci-fi, all the sci-fi stuff. And Valera, you brought up a great point at the end that really uh, drove home. That entire Stephen, Jason, Stephanie fight was straight out of a Power Rangers episode. Yes. So uh, all in all, come. Definitely. It definitely. <laughs> like, so you I, thought I, this I told was a you, genuinely good movie. My taste isn't great, but for me, definitely, <laughs> okay. it, it hit everything I needed. And uh, and I told you, Paul, after I finished, like, I am actually now, if we don't review it, I'm going to go watch Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, like, we definitely tomorrow. will. We definitely will. Okay. Then I'll hold um, off for that, but definitely come. <laughs> yep. It, it, it okay. won me over. Oh, wow. All right. So I guess we're going to have one in each category, because for me, this is a fun movie. It's It's stupid in my opinion, but I like the other Jason movies. And so this one is kind of spitting in the face of, Mm. of the Jason character in general. But as a movie on its own, it is fucking nuts. It is one of my favorite stupid movies because it is so funny. Just, there is so much wacky ass shit that happens. Uh, So I definitely am giving it a fun rating. I, I think this is a great movie to watch with friends uh, and just laugh. Um, um, yeah. R- real quick, before we continue any further, uh, since we spent some time talking about the diner and how we love them, none of us gave uh, gave them their send off when Jason punched the, that mother in the mouth so hard. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it set her mouth cavity four inches into her head. Yes. And that was extremely disturbing. And then he straight up fried that little man. And I know he's a little man, but I've seen other things. Straight up put that little man's face into a fryer for a good minute. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, so I've got in my notes, I wrote that she, 
when he like like what he punches her in the face and it yep. the camera holds on her face for like 20 seconds or something and she just looks like a fucking muppet like literal muppet character and i laughed so hard <clears throat> yep. there's a few other I thought little- of, uh- Beetlejuice. It made me think of uh, the, oh, the yes. weird facial distortions of a Beetlejuice. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so there's a few other little things I want to mention. When Creighton Duke is asked about – sorry, I apologize <clears throat> to a listener about my voice. Apparently I'm getting sick. Um, that's not great. Um, yeah, hopefully it's not too horrible to listen to. Uh, Creighton Duke, when asked by the reporter, he goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two words and I want you to tell me what you – uh, well, what comes to mind immediately? He says, Jason Voorhees. And Creighton goes, well, that makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a donut. And I was like, what? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> that about? so weird. What the fuck is you? What did – I don't yeah. – <laughs> it blows my so, mind. <laughs> so, that, so that he says that line and I think, oh, this guy must have been there from the start because I know in the Michael Myers movies – there's that guy that's always been around following the story. So I thought, oh, there was some story about some like the little girl was killed and I mean she it, was messing it, around with a hot dog and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I I I honestly I maybe I just need to rewatch those movies, but I can't recall that in the very slightest. Um <laughs> that to me came out of nowhere and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Did he just improvise that line? Like they were like, look, just say something fucking wacko, um, which is slightly like creepy and not even slightly creepy. That's real creepy imagery. Uh, but yeah, I just, uh, it was like fucking- vaguely sexual and I was like, right? Oh no. Yeah. Yep. I was like, what, what the fuck is he talking about? But yeah. How many takes did it take to get to this? If it was, Hey, just, you know, <laughs> think of something. You're an actor. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to see the other versions of that. Holy yep. shit! Um, <clears throat> that's that's all right. So I want to give some commendations to this movie. Um, one, Jessica does grab weapons when she is in a position to do so. That is good. Movie sub, movie survivors never grab fucking weapons. I said survivors victims. They never grab weapons. She does. Um, so commendation to her. Um, commendation to Steven when he kidnaps Jessica in the car, he hits instead of just driving away, he hits Jason and then he reverses over him to try to Mm -hmm. like, again, double tap. Yes. Um, those are my two commendations to characters in this movie for not doing incredibly stupid things. Like at least they got that right. Um, is there anything else? She was Mm -hmm. pretty capable with the weapons. Like I actually really like that. Yeah, it was it was quite good. That um, yeah, I I mean I, I don't have anything. I was just about to repeat exactly what you just said. But yes, uh, it, it, she grabs a, a, a knife at one point. I think she grabs a hammer. Then she is actually trying to get that that sword, and that's a smart move. Um, well done, <clears throat> well done, Jessica. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say before we cut it off? Uh, just that, uh, yeah, Stephanie, with all those weapons, when she had that, uh, that large bar, uh, that large piece of rebar and she held it like a staff, I'm like, where's her letterman jacket? She's just as much <laughs> of an athlete as Steven is. I want to correct you though. That wasn't Jessica holding the rebar. Oh, that was, that the was the other waitress. Right. No, uh, that was actually oh. a completely different waitress at the, uh, place who originally oh. has the shotgun at the start of that scene. That's right. Okay, yeah. My notes say uh, uh, really liked it when she had the rebar like a like a javelin. So okay, yeah, that yeah. was. And yeah. and and so com- commendation to those side characters too that they actually grab guns. That girl has in that scene, that running scene, she has a shotgun, and then when she's out of bullets, she grabs a rebar and just like javelins it through him. Like, well done. They there's some actually good fight moves or survival tactics employed. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Valeria, do you have anything you want to add? I think that is it. All right. Well, uh, this has been how to survive a horror movie. My name is Paul. Um, you can find me on, 
uh, another show called On the Shoulder, which is a D&D real play. Um, you can also find me on, well, a lot of shows on the Necropodicon network. Um, there will be, I'll be on uh, Nonchalant History, where I cover history topics in a non-boring way. Um, obviously, this show, On the Shoulder, we have Spaghetti Cannon, which is me and my Dutch friend. Um, there's probably another show that I'm forgetting. Oh, Sons of the Fathers. That's another role play show. Uh, I do a lot of shows apparently. Necropodicon Network. You should head to the website. Um, you'll see all my shows there. Um, yeah. Don? Uh, I'm Don Bewley. You can follow me on Twitter at Don Bewley. I'm also on a slew of podcasts. I do a Starfinder actual play podcast called Hexgrid Heroes. I'm playing a Pokemon trainer in Pokemon Seicho. And I got a couple other irons in the fire, but you just check me out on Twitter or uh, our website, hexgridheroes.com. And Valerie? Valeria, not Valerie. Ah, shit. It's time for me to go. (laughs) (laughs) I I was looking at Harley and then I said Valerie. You know what? Let's. Harley is fine. This is the episode where we christen my new name, Harley. It's okay. a pretty cool name. You're I'll Harley then. All Wonderful. Right, cool. uh, uh, Harley has Harley. Harley has nothing to plug. Harley plugs Harley Quinn comics. They're good. Go read them. Okay. Good. Good stuff. Uh, Fair cool. enough. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye.